Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Gather around your speakers, hoop heads. It's NBA story time. Jamel Johnson here to spin you tales of NBA shenanigans you didn't know you needed to know. Like that time when a little startup league tried anything to be relevant. Or when Ricky Davis earned himself a dumb nickname. I also love you, Ricky Davis. Catch a new tale on NBA Storytime every week, then listen to the post game where I break it down with comedians, ballers, and what have you. Find NBA Storytime on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24 7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Guys, what's up? want to take a quick second to let you guys know that our podcast is supported by Anchor. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I'm doing this ad from my phone as we speak. Anchor will will distribute, sorry, your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Evidently, I can't talk. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now back to the show. Watch up, Walk-Ons. We are back for another episode 108. Our guy James Butler joins the show. He wasn't with us for a long time in Iowa City, but he made an impact on our lives, and he's a great person. He was a great teammate. He has a crazy football and life story. And we hope you enjoy listening to him today. Let's sit back, relax, and have fun. Let's have fun. Let's Welcome back, Washed Up Walk-Ons fans, episode 108 of the podcast, and we're back with another teammate, uh, another dude who has a crazy football story of how he uh, made it to the Hawks and then made it on through, a guy who unfortunately didn't get to uh, be a teammate long enough with, uh, wasn't, wasn't with us until his last year, but man genuinely great human being with one of the biggest brightest smiles that an orthodontist could possibly make jb welcome you and your perfect ass teeth to the podcast man <laughs> thank you appreciate it bro i actually just i just invested 
and another teeth whitening kit because I got nothing but time. So I might as well try to get my teeth as white as possible. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of time, JB, uh, it's it's good to good to see your face. It's good to see you balling out in the XFL. Absolutely balling. The Houston hop. How about just creating the hop, bro? Man, I was man. going bananas. <laughs> yeah, man, it was wild, bro. Those fans out there are different. And, like, they they were in it. And, I, honestly, I couldn't wait to score another touchdown just like I hop in the crowd. And I, I literally hated playing any away games because I was like, man, I, I can't wait to get back to Houston. Speaking of touchdowns, you scored the most rushing touchdowns of any running back in the XFL through the five weeks, my boy. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Especially in a in an offense where the running back was kind of a kind of an afterthought. Yeah, because your quarterback was a monster, right? Yeah, PJ PJ's a dog. He's different. He was for sure different. Yeah. You could tell even like when things are going wrong, and how he would just still hang his wouldn't hang his head, just step up and come back to the next drive and and do something crazy that a lot of guys you know don't really have that that same killer mentality like he does. Yeah. Um, we're going to get back to the XFL because that's kind of the end or the most yeah. recent part of your story right now. Um, yeah. and, and the story is still being written. I know for sure that that's the way you're thinking about it. Um, but we want to take it back kind of the way we do it on this show is, uh, is we go all the way back to the high school, mm-hmm. days, the recruiting. Yeah. Days. yeah. Um, what it was like growing up, you, you playing football as a young guy and then realizing you were going to have the opportunity to play at the next level in college. And um, mm-hmm. I, like Drake said, we only, we didn't get too much time with you, man. You, I remember, yeah. I remember you coming in that summer and the first time I ever saw you and I was like, God damn, this guy's biceps. Are <laughs> Biggest <huge>. biceps ever. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and I, you know, you didn't know anybody. So you weren't, you weren't goofy yeah. yet. You weren't, you know, yeah. real loose or anything. And so you kind of had a yeah. straight face on and I was like, damn, we got a ki- we got a straight killer. Like we, we might have we might have a, a guy that uh, that does some some illegal stuff in his downtime. Like yeah, you know, no, I feel you. Right, be- I'm not I'm not a talker. Yeah, yeah, especially if um, I don't know you. Yeah, and uh, and then and then it was JB from there on out. Like you were like yeah. the brightest smile in the room, goofball, yeah. love to have fun. One of the one braces of the- braces blonde hair. I was. <laughs> I was going through it. You were wild. <laughs> Absolutely. I was, I was I was definitely in my college days. And you could play some fucking running back, my man. I appreciate it, brother. Appreciate it. So you. you came to Iowa um your for your a grad transfer year, right? Yeah. Um from Nevada. Um uh-huh. who I believe I don't I should have done more research, but coach uh Lester Herb. Lester Herb, yeah, my dog. My man is the guy is one of the reasons, maybe the biggest reason that I ended up at Iowa before he, uh, yeah, before we'll, we'll we'll talk about that for a second, before we get into it with you. Um, He was obviously the running back coach and special teams coordinator for the Hawks Mm -hmm. circa 2011, 12. Yeah. He wasn't there for our first year. So 12 was his last year. Mm -hmm. And, um, and because he was a special teams coordinator, he was kind of the guy along with, coach Morgan who recruited me and, and kind of yeah. like the go ahead. Okay. For, um, for me to walk onto the program. So I'm, I'm, I was always thankful for coach Herb. He hit me up yeah. one time during college and, and, um, yeah. and was like, Hey, good to see your, your, um, have a success. And 
Um, I really owe a lot to me being a, a, a Hawkeye to him. Um, yeah. How did you find your way to Nevada? And maybe there's a longer backstory. You can take it back as far as you want. Um, uh-huh. And tell us how you got there first. Yeah, so honestly, I don't even know what Nevada was. Like when uh, when Coach Irv hit me. So it was, it was crazy. So my even in high school is kind of a crazy journey. So yeah, I, went to Bar- I went to Barley my first two years, which was the public school. And then one of my best friends, my homie John, though, uh, Justin Flood, you know, okay. he decided to transfer so yep. to, to St. Francis, like a local private school. And, you know, I always heard of how good private schools were, like, education-wise. And I knew, like, my public school was, like, an okay education, but I knew it wasn't really preparing me for college. So I knew Justin was going, and then his dad, who's, like, was, like my mentor, uh, said, do I want to go? And I was like, yeah, for sure. So that's when I decided to transfer to St. Francis, my junior year going – sophomore going to junior year. And this is in Illinois, right? This is in Illinois, yeah. So – Sophomore to junior, get to St. Francis. I uh, we go through the whole whatever spiel, and then it gets to like the like the, the last like week or two. I find out I won't be eligible to play my junior year if I don't if I don't go back to Barlet, or I can either stay at St. Francis and not play my junior year, then play my senior year, or go back to Barlet, play my next two years, and then like, that'll be it. And I just I just come off playing on varsity as a sophomore and like one of the biggest like one of the biggest conferences like in Illinois. So I was I was I was I was doing pretty well. But um I don't know, I, I, I had I had a decision about decision to make and I I, know, I decided to go with St. Francis, which probably killed my college recruiting, you know, and obviously I, I don't really know because you know in high school you don't really know like right how big your junior year is. And I'm not thinking I'm thinking like, okay, I just won't play junior year, which sucks obviously, but I'll just come back senior year, kill it and then somebody will hopefully somebody will come take me or maybe my sophomore year tape was decent enough that people would, you know, hold off until my senior year. So I didn't play my junior year of high school, which literally murdered my, my college recruiting. And that's when I met Herb and he was at Iowa at the time. Mm-hmm. So I was going to Iowa camps, doing my thing there. You know, Herb was at some of my games uh, my senior year. I did my thing my senior year. And then, um, Obviously, like a lot, I only had six offers. I think my my biggest offer was Temple. I had like uh, Temple, which I honestly think was like a fake offer. I don't even think if I would have committed, they would have took me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, South Dakota, James Madison, Colgate, Eastern Illinois, and I don't even I don't even remember the other two or one or whatever. And then so and then I had Nevada. And the only reason I got in Nevada was because I had, like, lost contact with Herb. And I found out, like, he wasn't on Iowa staff anymore. And I didn't know why. He hasn't – we hadn't talked. And that's when, like, White – Coach White was there. He was a running back coach there. He started recruiting me. Mm-hmm. But I could tell he wasn't really feeling me like that. So, I knew, like, Iowa was kind of off the table. Because I, I, I couldn't walk on anywhere. I couldn't afford it. I was right. Do that. Right. But, um, so, that's what Herb called me. He was like, I'm in Nevada. Like, come check us out. And that's when I come check this out. I fell in love. And then that's how I got in Nevada. So, like, I kind of, my, like, my ties were Iowa first with Herb. Mm-hmm. And then Herb went to Nevada. So, that's how I ended up in Nevada. So, it's, it's, I didn't, I had no idea. Like, because yeah. Reno is so small on the map. Like, even yeah. when I would tell people back home, like, yeah, I'm going to Nevada. I'm like, oh, Vegas? I'm like, no, Reno. So, <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, that's how um, I that's that's crazy kind of the loop back around where it started with the hawks and then it ended with the hawks um yeah so what was the time i'm curious because that 
that can be really stressful as a, as a high school player. I actually I, – I can't believe you didn't play a year of high school, dude. Yeah, I was – If they would have given me that option, I would have went right my ass back. I know, I know. Everybody, everybody was saying that. Everybody was saying that. But, like, that's – bro, if you think about it, bro, that's been my whole career. Like, it's been kind of – kind of, like, been spontaneous decisions that I've always had to, like, bet on myself. And that was one of those – that was – that kind of sparked – like I would, I gotta give it to Mr. Flood because he's a he's a one person who I know in my life who's not afraid of anything, who's not afraid to take chances, who's not afraid to, you know, like fall on your face. But like at least you as a man, you made that decision and you can, you know, stand step up and and, and face that. For sure. And, like because if I didn't have Mr. Flood, like I would have <laughs> peace. Like you know what I'm saying? I'm playing my junior, year, I'm going back. But he he didn't like talk me into it. But I can just tell like how he, confident he was. And I was like, you know what, like. At the end of the day, this going to St. Francis these next two years will most likely help me when I get to college. And it's a bigger, like, school and, and education-wise, I just knew it would be better for me. And I don't know, I just – I was I was thinking more long-term and that, and that. I wasn't thinking short-term. I was thinking more long-term. Like, going to this private school will most likely be the best benefit for me educationally as an athlete. Probably not, but I also wasn't thinking that it would murder my recruiting how it yeah. did. But I mean, I, I love Nevada though. It was it was a, it was a great. Yeah, day. I mean, it, it worked out. Um, exactly, and I feel, and I always feel like I always feel like it always works out in the end for some for some reason. Always, you know, like absolutely. Good mojo always, always. You got out. you got way more carries than damn near every other running back in the whole world at in yeah. college. So like yeah, it ended up so. working out in in your favor. I want to I want to clarify for the listeners real quick. Uh, when JB's saying Mr. Flood, I'll kind of give the the relevance of this. So come back around again once JB gets to Iowa, and we'll we'll get through that story um, in in a few minutes. But um, Justin, your buddy from high school, ends up being one of the managers for the Iowa football team. Um, Jay Flood, like. Dude was yeah. dude was known. Like he had first of all, he had one of the raspiest voices that you could ever hear. He'd been smoking cigarettes since he came out of the womb. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. It sounded like that since the day I met him. Yeah, that, that's wild. <laughs> so, yeah, and so exactly. so you ended up having a friend in the program to kind of come back to and it uh-huh. was his and it was his dad, right, that you're talking about. Yeah, because he cause Mr. Flood, I met Mr. Flood when I was I, it was just after I played my first year of football, and it's crazy. I've been, I feel like I've been making crazy football decisions my whole life. So it was the Barlet Raiders or the Barlet Hawks, and I was playing with the year older after my first year. I almost did my football because I found out I was too small. That was that's another damn crazy story in this song. Yeah, so I was playing with the Barlet Hawks with the with the age group that was older than me, mm-hmm. and then. It was the, it was going to be my second year, and then these group these guys they were I think they were in eighth they were going to go in eighth grade I was going to seventh grade so they were going to the Barlet Raiders their last year for the eighth grade year they're going to go to high school and they wanted me to go with them or I could have stayed with the Barlet Hawks and played with Mr. Flood for the first time so I like I had to like juggle that decision in the seventh in the seventh grade like do I go with these guys I was playing with last year but I kind of only got like one year to play with them or play with guys like my age play with the Barlet Hawks. With the, uh, and then and play with Mr. Flood, Mr. Flood. So that's and ever since then I've been Mr. Flood. So that's how, that's like the big Mr. Flood story. So I've known Mr. Flood since I was like fifth grade. That's awesome to have somebody like that in your life who can kind of yeah, hundred uh, percent. Who can have 
mentors, you know, mentors are huge. Um, uh-huh. So then back to what I was going to say, I'm curious, yeah. you said Lester Herb kind of for a while was like off the map. Yeah. yeah. Disappeared. What, where yeah, in that time frame of high school did that happen? And did that start to, to weigh on you and kind of worry you about shit? Like, am I going to make this decision? And then he came out of nowhere or. Yeah, that was, that was like probably toward the tail end of my junior year. Okay. And I like, I like, I already wasn't talking to schools cause they were, you know, we'll, we'll wait to see you we'll your senior year. I kind of didn't really know. And then kind of lost contact with Iowa too. Cause you know, let right. was my like gauge of contact with Iowa. So I'm like, like, it's super bad. Like, I, like I'm not talking to Iowa. I'm not really talking to anybody. Like, Coach Irv was one of the people, like one of the recruiters I was most in mm-hmm. touch with, and like had the best relationship with. And then, and then, then out of nowhere, he popped back up at Nevada, and then was saying, "Hey, I'm gonna do my best to get you an offer in Nevada," and they did. Damn, that's fucking awesome. So then you commit to Nevada. Where in the course of your senior year was it? Before you started your senior football season, or was it um, after? I think I want to say it was like October, so it was like midway through. Middle of the season. Okay. Yeah, it was like mid toward tail end because I remember. You must was, have been torching fools. I was, I was just four speed in my mixtape. Two game <laughs> mixtape, three game mixtape, four game mixtape. Like, come on, somebody, like anybody. Like, I swear, I remember I played, I played the number one player, in uh in Illinois, my second game playing for South Clifton Gary, number one kids going to LSU. I heard, so I'm hearing Ole Miss is at the game, all these different college coaches are at the game. I'm like, oh, I got to go crazy. So I literally had, I think I want to say like four touchdowns, like 200 some yards. I'm telling you, after the game, I'm like, I'm going to SEC. Like, I'm going to SEC. Like, I don't care what nobody's saying. Ole Miss is going to be on my phone on Monday. Like, I'm going to SEC. That's great. Nothing. Nothing happened after that game. I, I remember I force fed that game to everybody. But yeah, so I was I was force feeding my, my senior tape to everybody. By that time everybody was locked up, already right. planning on the twenty fifteen draft uh recruiting class. So. so you uh tough. Yeah, so so then you end up telling Coach Herb that you're gonna come out to Nevada, take a chance, go you know, travel yeah. to some state you don't know anything about, some college you don't know anything about. Man, and uh, at all. tell me, t- tell us about the years there, kind of how you developed as a young guy. Um, what is it, the Wolfpack? Yeah, the Wolfpack. The Wolfpack. Um, we'll post the life. Yeah, what, yeah did you, so, what, what did you get out of that experience? You, you were there for three or four he was years. The, he was the king of the pack. I was, I, was, I was there for three years. Um, so it's another crazy story. So when I got to Nevada, my senior year of high school, I got a staff infection. Okay. And um, in my foot, and I thought it was like no big deal because I was walking around with it. So I got a staph infection. I go to like this foot doctor, which is funny. It's Mr. Flood's brother. Go to this foot doctor, and he just like pops it like it's like a pimple, pops it open, whatever. I go back the next day. I got prom that day, and then this is a Saturday, so I've been walking around in like a boot for this whole time. So then I I get to prom. I, get, I like. After that, I um I get home, I'm locked out of my house for one. So I'm, I'm I don't even know I'm on painkillers. He he put me on painkillers. I didn't even realize. So I'm sitting outside my house, sitting outside my house. And when I finally get there, I'm in this boot. I can't walk like at all, even on a boot. And I don't have crutches. It's prom. 
So I got a white suit. So I had to have one of my friends give me a pair of hitch crutches. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Got me, I got his crutches at Prime Pictures. His crutches were dirty, and I'm in a white suit. So it was just, it was, it was, I had to sit the whole senior prom because I couldn't walk. Like, I literally sat in a table that whole wow. day. And then, like, Mr. Fudd, like, it was, uh, his brother was the foot doctor. Like, hey, just come see me tomorrow on Sunday, uh, and we'll just take a look at it. And mind you, like, Sunday, no doctor works on Sunday. It's his day off. So he's just coming, like, you know, in, like, normal street clothes. My foot got worse. And uh, he's like, yo, we got to get you to the hospital right now. Like, the, the staff, I think it got it's getting into your blood. Damn. So I spent the next six days <laughs> in the hospital. Oh, my God. I mean, yeah, the next, so I didn't have to, I didn't have to do no finals. They thought it was going to get, like, done with, like, antibiotics, but it wasn't. So I had to literally go into surgery. And he said, like, this is the most pus I've ever seen in someone ever. And, like, he knew I was an athlete, so he cut, like, my foot. Like, he didn't cut underneath. Because if he would have cut underneath, I probably wouldn't have ran the same or been able to really run how, how right. like I could. So he, like, so he, like kind of went, like, a like an awkward way. That's why I got, like, this fast scar on my, on my foot right now. But, um, so, and then that's. In the summer, you know what I'm saying? So you got to report in what, like July? Yeah. So I'm I'm telling like at Nevada, like, yeah, I'm going to be good by that time. I'm going to be straight. Like, I'm just on, a, I'm just in a boot. I get there. I'm in a boot and crutches. And mind you, I'm a freshman. So like, I'm already nervous. Yeah. So I'm seeing all the other freshmen go through stuff. Like, I'm trying to close a wound. Like, I had to go to a wound specialist. Oh to get it closed, like I had to learn how to run again. I was running in pools, and then so I really didn't get to do no summer anything until like training camp or whatever you want to call it. And then once and one, once I got that 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 heel closed and learned how to run again, like my calves still aren't the same size today because that that time. But uh, once I got like my cast off and and the wound like taken care of, I I just I hit the ground running, and uh, I ended up playing my 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 true freshman year. I didn't really know if I wanted to because all my homies was was uh was red shirt and so I'm like, you know, I'm trying to red shirt too. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. I wanna be like with my friends. But uh like now nah, we're gonna we're gonna play your true freshman year. That's when they had had it, it, cause they had two senior backs coming, but uh one of the kids that got hurt, so they moved in receiver. That's when uh that's why I met Don, who's also my dog. But uh so my true freshman year, I did pretty solid, you know what I'm saying? I I, I did pretty well. My my role got bigger as it went and then I really took off my like sophomore year okay I, I had like 1300 yards and then that's when like me and Don was going back and forth that's really when I learned like the art of like teamwork because he's another running back too he's a senior because I was like because they could they could have easily went there and been like yo you're a freshman you're not gonna play like you trash mm-hmm. you suck and I probably would have at that time I was I'm so far away from home over I'm calling my mom every day like yo I want to come home. <laughs> if she would have let me come home my freshman year, I would have dipped. I would have been on the first. You know how many dudes have that same story though, like and, and don't and yeah. don't want to talk about it. But nah, but like every single day my freshman year, I was like, yo, I'm, I'm 
how many miles away, like, I am ready to come home, my, like, she just kept saying, no, no, stick it out, stick it out, stick it out. And I did, but like, like I said, if she would have let me come home, I would have been on the first flight out of Reno. But nah, I learned, so I learned the art of, art of teamwork from John, cause, uh, because I kind of, I kind of chipped at his carries a little bit more and more at the end of my freshman year. Then my second year, we kind of went series for series, but I, that's honestly the best football I've ever played because I was, I was playing loose. I was playing with another guy who was also a dog, but it was never like, I want to be better than you. It was like, okay, you go crazy. Now I go crazy. Or he has a big game and I have a weak game. Like it don't matter. Like, or it's like, we would go series for series. You know, some series it's like, it's three and out. Some series you go in the whole quarter. Like, you know, I remember one game, it was against UNLV. He had, like, crazy amount of carries, like, 25 carries. I had, like, seven. And and I remember that's when Coach Irv was a running back coach. And uh and he was like, yo, like, what happened? Like, why, why wasn't you getting in the game? I'm like, I did. It's just, that's just how the game unfolded. You know what I'm saying? He had long drives. I had three and outs. It's just, it's what it, is. it wasn't like, um, oh, I had a three and out. Let me go in the game because like, I wasn't. You know, I wasn't even thinking about that. I was just thinking, like, when I when I get in, I'm going to get mine. And when he get in, he's going to get his. I'm going to just be the best, you know, teammate. I don't care if I'm going to start it. Like, I know once I get in, well, I'm going to do the most with the opportunities I have. And then my junior year, that's what Don left. So it was kind of it was kind of my time. And we had a pretty bad season, but I, I, I was still able to put up pretty decent numbers. I had 13 or 10 yards again. And I was solid. And it, it, it was a great time in Nevada. You know, I'm still – top 10 up there in three years so I'm like I'm like number eight on the list right now but it was it was definitely the best three years of my life but it was I really learned a lot about myself out there I really learned you know to to really get out your comfort zone because Nevada was definitely out of my comfort zone I learned how to be a better I learned how to be a better teammate because I had to you know kind of be selfish not really think I mean honestly I, I was never a guy that wanted to be like the I need to be the starter, the guy, and, and you know, this is my team. My, you know, I'm, I'm always like, yo, whatever I can do is, like, I'm going to just make the most of the opportunities I do get. I'm not going to try to, you know, bank off, like, hey, I need this many carries. I need mm-hmm. that many carries. I just want to I just want to play in the game and make a difference because yeah. I know I've always been a person that bets on myself. Like, I know, like, if they put me in the game, I can do it. And I, can, I, can, I can make something with it. You know what I'm saying? And that, that mindset really helped you out. Um, and, and kind of came in big time when you got to Iowa because that's that's the Iowa way. Exactly. Um, yeah, so, but yeah, I, I want to go back yeah. though. You only played three years. Was the goal the whole time to kind of find somewhere else to go? Like, how, how did that? How did you oh, leaving and getting to Iowa happen? Because like most people, that, most people don't yeah. plan to leave somewhere after falling uh, out. You know. Yeah, that was wild. So I didn't plan on graduating in three years. I just kind of, I had always taking like an extra class in the summer because I'm like, whatever, summer class is not a big deal. Right. And then um, I kind of went stupid my senior year in that spring because um, the coaching staff got fired at Nevada my, my, my going into my senior year. Okay. And um, I kind of just wanted to be like, if I want to go somewhere, I want to have the opportunity to. If I want to stay, I can stay. But I also want to give myself that opportunity. Right. So after my my junior year, the coaching staff had all got let go, and that's when I kind of like that spring I took like twenty three credits or something. something crazy. Oh shit! Jay. I, I was, yeah. I was, what is wrong with you? I was gonna say. So you must have you had to have you know you, you like you said in the summer you were getting those extra credits. You were already ahead yeah. of schedule. 
But then oh. even to do it in three years with taking summer yeah. courses, you kind of have to really go after it for a semester. Yeah, you got to get after it. So I, so I went, so I took like 23 credits during spring ball. That, that oh my God, year. that sounds yeah, that, absolutely horrible. You know, spring ball, like that's, that's your time to like really kick your feet up and chill. But I was, I was really grinding. I had that. I was doing that. I was doing an internship because I needed that extra credit because I couldn't find another class to schedule. So I had to find an internship. So it was, yeah, my, my, my junior, junior year spring was, was wild. But that's really, I just wanted to, um, if I wanted to leave, I wanted to give myself that option. So, uh -huh. Yeah, like I said, like I was balling, but um, we kind of had, they were coming in with a, with a new system, a new scheme, and it was cool. I liked it, but I, I was just always, in my mind, I've always wanted to play in the Power Five. Nothing against Nevada or, or, or non-Power Five schools, because I think a lot of, you can see it now, a lot of those dudes are, are going crazy in the league. And, mm -hmm. and so I've always had my mindset, like, I know I could play at those level. Like, even when we would play those schools, like, I knew I, I, knew I could play here. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to give myself that option. And I don't really know how I would go through with it until, like, stuff was really coming to fruition, honestly. Um, and so then how does Iowa come back in the mix then? Did you contact so Iowa, them or – Iowa came back in the mix because I was I, I kind of have my I always had my heart set on Iowa because Iowa was that college that I would go to the college games when I was in high school yep. and that was like my number one school like I don't like I didn't I didn't I wouldn't care if like Bama had offered me and I would offer me I would have went to Iowa so like that's how that's how much I wanted to go to Iowa coming out of high school so it was just that and just to play running back at the University of Iowa and just I remember that was that was a year y'all just had the best offensive line. Like yep. I was doing my research. So yep. you know what I'm saying? Like you know, Ack and uh and and uh Daniels just had a thousand yards. So I'm like, wow, like 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 so y'all y'all was killing, y'all was going crazy. So I'm like and it's close to home. I've always wanted to my mom barely made it to really that like she didn't really make that, that many games in Nevada because they're so far away. Right. And you know what I'm saying? So that was always tough that I could never really play in front of my family. Like my sister had never made it to a game. My brother had never made it to a game. And like so a lot of my family members have never even made it to a game because they were all so far away. I would have to be able to like to, to find my mom out or something like that. But um I know if I went to Iowa, I know like my whole family can go to games, you know what I'm saying? Twenty three hours away is down yep. the street. So uh so when I so I, when I actually decided to do it, I, I could have blown it up and like went like big time and been like, yo, like went up to like to, to social media and been like, hey, I'm I'm grad transferring and I really want to uh, just over my, you know how kids do like, I was yeah, yeah, my, yeah, yeah, really play it up because you yeah. you were in the position to do that too. He was man. on the yeah. dope walker list, before right? Yeah, I was yeah I was in a position to do that, but I don't know, I I didn't. So I really was only talking to like three schools when I could have been probably talking to a lot more, but like I was only talking to, to Iowa, Louisville, and Indiana. I liked IU, but because IU was Indiana that, that girl was like, hot, bro. That that was that because IU was I, IU was when um they had just had Jordan Howard, and then yeah. I think they had another running back. Like that's when like I don't know why like they had like over there like they, they, just, they had been went there and flourished yeah like running backs went there for their senior year and just, just went crazy so i'm like i i was crazy and then y'all it's funny i went to louis i could have went to louisville but that was lamar jackson's senior year and i'm like do i want to go to louisville and have With lamar pull at the five, pull, pull, at, pull at the five yard line and take the touchdown when i could have had it oh. no 
so I did, so I didn't do that because I knew he would he would pull it out the time. Oh, so you're saying your senior year and Lamar's were the I, same year? Yeah. Oh, I was thinking he just left and you're gonna have to play. No, nah, it was it was oh, it was okay. his senior. No, nah, he was gonna oh, have he was gonna have oh, to his, take the fakes. Like, yeah, it was my I think it might have been like his junior year or something like that. But he it was when Lamar Jackson was balling at Louisville. Like, Dude, I'm glad you came to Iowa, but it would have been badass yeah. to play with Lamar Jackson. No, it would it would have been dope <laughs> to go to Louisville. Louisville would have been would have been crazy. Louisville was was nothing really tough. That was cool. And then it was Iowa. And I was always kind of been on top of my list, but but like you said, like y'all had already had Ack, who just went crazy off that, off his last his junior year. But we had just lost and, Big Boy. Lashawn was leaving. But you, yeah, but you just lost uh, Lashawn, so I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I, like I don't know. And then I remember I, it was literally a, a conversation I had with KF before. I was like, like I think I'm gonna go out in public and say like I am uh, like I'm a like I'm like free to. Right. He recruited, and that's what KS is like. Hey, cause, cause I don't, cause I don't think I would like didn't want me to like put it out. So I'm like, so I kind of have to like, you know, play a little hardball. Like, yo, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna go out and say like. And they didn't want you to put yeah. it out because they knew yeah. what they're getting. Yeah, they, they, they cause they, cause they were kind of like on the fence about it. So I was like, I'm gonna put it out, and like, you know, I can put that I'm committed to Iowa, or I'm gonna put like I'm just committed to everybody, and then it's gonna be up there. And then KS was like, oh, can I call you back? And so then he called me back. He's like okay, we're good with you, like, pointed out that you're committed to Iowa. So that's when I came out and said, like, yo, like, thank you, Nevada fans, for everything. I just want to appreciate it. I just, and side note, the fact that these college kids have it so easy to transfer is It's ridiculous. unbelievable, dude. I had to go through loops and whips. I had to go talk to the head coach, talk to the, the director of compliance, talk to the AD. All these kids got to do, like, yo, I'm going to put my name in this system. I'm gone. Peace. Like, no conversations, no nothing. Like, I had to go through every hoop and whistle just to even put my name out there to, to different schools to know I was transferring. But, yeah, it, it was wild. Listen, it I, got, wild. I got murdered by a <laughs> because we had a kid come in on the transfer portal. Yeah. I wasn't a fan of it. And he wasn't got, a fan of the transfer portal? Yeah, you know, I just – I mean, they I, I get what they're doing. It's cool, but it's just like they just – they have it so easy. Like, I could only imagine if kids want to transfer back when, back when we was in school. Like, you had to go through every mm-hmm. – every every system, like coach, compliance, AD, like everybody, like step by step by step. And almost I, – I damn near got blocked. So, it was – yeah, it was it's, – it's crazy. And I had I – had, I had graduated. Like, yeah. These kids aren't even graduating. Like I like, you know what I'm saying? I'm really done everything at Nevada. I had been a good dude. Never got in trouble. Graduated, so I'm not hurting your what is that APR or whatever. And you know what I'm saying? So I was really that was crazy. But yeah, but no, nah, like I was saying. So but I, then, I uh, put it out. Yeah, yeah, I put it out to to like everybody. Like thank you, Nevada fans. But I'm gonna take my my stat last year of eligibility, and I'm gonna go play over the Hawks. That was a big day for me. I was, yeah. I was a little on the fence because I was, I was, I was nervous because you know, change is always nervous. But that's like, go back to Mr. Flood. Like, you know, Mr. Flood loves Iowa. That's when you know Justin was there too. He was already there, and I had a bunch of people from high school that like actually went to the school. So that was cool too. So I like had like friends who were already there. But yeah, Iowa. I don't know. Iowa was always like, as you can see, like it kind of can't win 360. Like I always wanted to go there. So I was in my dream school, and like I felt like. During that time, nothing was gonna stop me. Like I said, I wasn't really, I didn't really 
care how big the other schools were or I didn't yeah. really care because I, I could have blew it up and talked to every, you know, other power five school in America. And, and they're not saying I would have had my pick, but I would have I would have more options. But yeah, I don't know. I was just so stuck with Iowa. I don't really even give other schools a chance. You and, know? you know, we were pretty excited too. Yeah, I remember when Brian told us he was coming in, I went on his Instagram. I had to check like who this kid is. I start seeing these highlight films. I'm like, yo, check this out. I'm showing everybody JB highlights. Like I, this you, dude doesn't get tackled. I'm pretty sure you're the one who told me we were getting JB and probably at, at the house. And I was like, I was like, oh, cool. Like, you know, we get, you get transfers every year, a couple. Yeah. You, you never know how they're going to turn out. And, uh-huh. and Drake was like, no, like this kid's legit. Like he, he led the, he's like a leading rusher in the nation and we're getting him. And I was like, why the fuck is he coming to us? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but it was, you know, I, without knowing the whole backstory of like, you know, uh-huh. until you wanting to be here, but um, yeah. yeah, we were, we were super glad to have you. And then um, what, what were the initial thoughts when you came in that summer, met all the guys and kind of got started in the black and gold? Um, it was dope. Now I was obviously a little nervous, but like I had to, I had to come in and, and, and I know like there was already guys on that roster who thought like since Deshaun was gone. So it was like their time. And, and I know act and I, and I, I never want to step on anybody's, anybody's feet, you know, Drake can attest to that. Like I was never a big talker. I didn't say much. I just always just wanted to do my thing and I, and I always just want to earn it. I never needed no handouts. I didn't, I didn't need no promises and, you know, Iowa never makes sure promises anyways but like I, I, so, so so yeah so you know what I'm saying? i wasn't trying to go there step on nobody's toes for sure because i know i know how i know how i felt would have been to act because like i knew how i felt because i had the same situation happen to me my junior year uh nevada had brought in a big uh transfer from penn state uh, i don't know if i know mckeel lynch he had came my junior year and he was supposed to be like the big you know big name guy to big school and i was kind of like yeah like that's dope but you know just still yeah, I'm still good too. Like you know what I'm saying? Like days, yeah, so like, I, like I'm I'm still good too. Like I mean, he went to Penn State. That's dope for him. But like I'm still gonna play too. So I knew. So you know what I'm saying? That's just how it is as athletes. I know it's how you know athletes feel. But but it was dope, man. It was it was definitely a culture shock. You know, it was different. Hey guys. Yep, it's me again. Got to interrupt the episode real quick to talk to you guys about Spotify. Uh, one of the sponsors of this podcast on Spotify. You can listen to all your favorite artists and podcasts in one place for free. You don't even need a premium account. Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're listening to right now. Yeah, we're on Spotify. I don't know how we did that, but pretty cool. Um, Other things you can do on Spotify is follow your favorite podcast. So you never miss an episode. Premium users can download episodes to listen to offline, wherever you are, and you can easily share what you're listening to with your friends on Instagram. If you haven't done so already, be sure to download the Spotify app, search for Wash Up Walk-Ons on Spotify, or browse podcasts in the Your Library tab. Also, make sure to follow us so that you never miss an episode of the Wash Up Walk-Ons. You know, me and Coach Doyle and actually seeing the ins and outs of what actually goes into it, how y'all actually practice, and like, Damn, their training camp was like a season. It felt like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How that shit is rough, is. right? We we yeah, talk about how bad camp is all the time, but I'm yeah, glad somebody from another program pops in and is like, yo, this shit is hard. Yeah, bro, it's, it's for sure different. So that was cool. And like, 
your offense is a lot different than anything I've ever played in. You know, I never played in a pro offense. I, that's a lot of winning somebody's negative. Listen, man, we had neither. That was, that was a new offense for us, too, with Brian. Really? Our senior year, that was yeah. the very first year of Brian's offense. Oh, wow. It wow. wasn't totally yeah. different, but there was definitely a bunch of new stuff. There were a lot of nuances, yeah. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, so that was cool. Yeah. And meeting, like, KS and... And being around y'all, it was cool too. And just being close to home, it was so cool. Like my mom could go to the the training camp, the scrimmages and stuff like that. You know, yeah. stuff like that. So it was dope. And I'm playing in the Big Ten, so you know, I'm thinking, you know, I'm that dude now. Like nobody can tell me nothing. I finally, you know, I, I, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I I I have accomplished my goal, and that that was a big thing with me when I was making my decision at Nevada. I was like, I could stay, do my thing here. You know what I'm saying? Pro- honestly do my thing here, probably have a lot better, smoother, like, draft, like, process and all that, and pro- pretty much be guaranteed that I'm going to be the dude here in Nevada. Or I can go to Iowa, which I really – they could not play me. I can go there and be trash and you know, <laughs> kind of ruin ruin all the, like, the kind of the clout, you say, that I've made here in Nevada – and then just kind of be a bust because that, cause that happens too. You know, guys go places senior year and not everybody's a Russell, Russell Wilson that goes crazy. Some dudes right. are just anybody and just kind of, kind of just kill themselves <laughs> when, the, when the, they go somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? It just kind of kills their whole stock. So that was a big reason. I was just like, I could stay in Nevada, be comfortable and, and do my thing here, obviously. But if I stay, I know, like, for so, like, forever, I'm going to be like, yo, what if I went, like, what if I went Big Ten? What if I went Power Five? Like, yeah. What if I went to Iowa like I, like I wanted to, like, my whole my whole life? Like, for sure. Ever since, you know what I'm saying? So I was just like, I didn't want to be left with that, like, what if? You feel me? So, like, that's really what, what drove me. And then go back to Mr. Flood, you know, he's always in the back pulling the strings, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's always like, bro, dude, like, I get it, but you're never going to, like, grow as a man as a person spiritually like if you don't get out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and so i just i just never want to be left with that what if and that's why that's another situation where i just kind of like bet on myself and i dipped out to iowa which really was a free-for-all because y'all lily had already had i could have went to indiana who didn't even have a, i don't think they had a running back on scholarship like, <laughs> it was it was it was like that like they needed a running back that bad and then miami was also looking for a running back too i was talking to miami but I didn't think how was Miami wasn't my vibe. I couldn't. Uh, Miami, Miami dudes is different. The culture, <laughs> like, down the, the, yeah, right. yeah. The Florida dudes is different. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay up here in the Midwest where, where I'm comfortable, <laughs> where, where, where you know what I'm saying, where I, I like fit in. Sure. Yeah, Miami, Miami, they're different out there. But um, but yeah, so it was just like take take a chance and bet on myself because like. It was a lot. It was a it was a lot of uncertainty at Iowa because y'all. That's already the walk have a bell. mentality, dude. Yeah, y'all already, yeah, for real. Hundred percent. Y'all already have a bell cow running back. You know what I'm saying? Y'all already got three, four guys underneath this guy who aren't freshmen who have been in the system 
mm-hmm. who, you know, who these coaches have recruited, who they like, obviously. You know what I'm saying? So it was it was tough, especially me coming in as a new guy and you know, everybody probably thinking like, oh, this guy probably thinks he's a man because he's running for all this many yards and in, in, in college, he has these accolades, blah, blah, blah. But I just I don't know, I've always my whole life, I had to prove myself. I never really, I, I, I like the, the, you know, the stats, the, the accolades have always been cool, but I never try to put too much weight in it because I know every single time I'm always going to have to re-prove myself. No matter, I can be the best running back in the world. I feel like the same next year, I'm going to have to come back and prove myself because no one's ever gave me that, like, title. They're like, hey, you the man, you good, you you good to go. But I also don't don't want it because I feel like once I start to feel like I'm the man, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, that's the second I'm gonna get complacent. That's a, that's the second I'm gonna, you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna work as hard in the offseason. That's the second like I'm gonna start chilling that practice when I'm not, you know, treating practice like it's a game. You feel me? So yeah, I've always I've always bet on myself, and that's been that was one of my hardest decisions too. To, to actually made a trip to Iowa where there was a bunch of uncertainty, a bunch of not knowing when I could have stayed. Like you said, a lot of dudes don't transfer their senior year after they just mm-hmm. ran for you know two thousand or a thousand yards for both both two years. But I was just so focused on I want to go Big Ten really bad. I've done everything I can in Nevada. I didn't burn any bridges. And, you know what I'm saying, I, I've always been a good dude. I graduated, and now I could go play Big Ten my, at my dream school that I've had since high school. So and, I just and, never wanted to be left with that. Yeah, and I, I'm, we got some live experiences during that one year, too. I, I was going to say, what? Yeah. tell me about some of your favorite memories from that short amount of time you had in Iowa City. Um, Man, so um, obviously I loved – it sucked while I was there, but I love Doyle's program. I think he does his thing. Yeah. He does his thing with the, with the late program for sure. And then, um, man, I got to – bro, like it I, – I, I, I will never be able to give it that Ohio State game. Like, that was crazy. I still feel like it was a movie. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I, it, it was like – it was crazy. It felt like we just went to the game. And before we know it, it was like 55 to – to seven like in, the third, <laughs> in the third quarter and like you know that 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 was wild and then what's even crazier is boom I get hurt <laughs> for the first time yeah ever in my career like I had never been hurt in Nevada and then so so that was really another like kind of chink in like my armor where it was like I'd never been hurt because I knew right when it happened like I knew like because that's because that's when uh Atkin went down for a little bit, so I was finally starting to get a little, you know, I was starting finally kind of starting to feel myself a little bit in that in that North Texas game, and then I remember I, I went down awkwardly on my arm, and my elbow went behind me, and I knew it was done. I remember the sprinter coming on the field. I'm like, I just broke my arm. I just broke my damn arm. I can't believe I just broke my arm. And they're like, James, we're gonna put your arm back in place. I'm like, I don't care. I just broke my arm. I just broke my arm. It's like, all right, snap it in place. All right, James, we're gonna sit you up. I'm like, yo, can I get off the field? Like. I don't want to sit here. Like, I'm not one of them dudes that's going to be sit here. Are you okay? We're going to get you up now. I'm like, nah, like, give me off the field and let's go figure this out if I was the field because I've never been one of the people that want to sit on the field. And that shit is embarrassing, be, dude. Yeah, and, 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 and be coddled. Nah, like, if my legs ain't broke, I'm good. I can, you know what I'm saying? I could, this arm's back in place. I'm good. Let's go figure it out on the sidelines. So then I found out I had fractured my, fractured my, Arm, fractured bone in my arm and dislocated my elbow. So that was going to be, you know, four to six weeks. So now, that's only, I think it was game three. Yeah. So now I'm already at a new place. I'm hurt. And I've never been hurt in my life. 
and then now I'm rehabbing, so I'm away from this team. So I, I'm not barely really even kind of felt like I was on the team. So that was tough. Like that was really, and it was my first time being hurt ever in my career. I had never experienced miss. I never missed a game. So I had to miss like three or four games. So it was, it was, it was crazy. That was really like that was like there was a lot of highs. I there was a lot of lows, and that was definitely one of my like my biggest lows was actually getting hurt and having like miss a game and be away from the team. And I really felt like a part of the team in this one. You uh you finally come back from the injury towards the end of the season, yeah. get a little bit of playing time, and we finally get you in the end zone, my man. Against, yeah, I know, see. Against Nebraska, was, right? Huh? And what was wild, they get they, they came to me because I, it was it was three games and I I didn't I never redshirted, so I could have uh I could have medical that mm-hmm. year and played the next year, but I don't know. I just kind of got traumatized from when I had missed that year, my junior year. Right. And I was like, man, I don't want to, like, I've already sat and watched, like, these guys play, um, you know, four or five games. And I don't know, I always felt, like, hella cool, like, guys like Act, Drake, like, and, you know, James Daniels. And and it's kind of like, I like the senior class so much, man. Like, I kind of want to, I want to thug it out with these guys. Like, even though I'm playing with a, with a damn knee brace. Oh, wow. <laughs> terrible. But dude, you looked oh, like, so damn strong with that <laughs> I look, I look like a damn I look like a damn transformer with that thing on my, on my arm. But uh so like, you know, running back playing with a knee brace was also it was just crazy in his own. But but yeah, so I, I just I decided to to thug it out and I really only play like five games. Momentary break in the action. We lost JB for a second. There we go. Hopefully he's all right. Be able to make it through here. Ooh. There you go. Right. Right. You good. So anyway, you said uh, you really only got to play in like five games total. Yeah. So so I honestly killed my stats, killed like my stock, but because that's when, when a lot of people look at my time at Iowa, like fans and stuff like that. They're always like they kind of just look just at the stats. Mm-hmm. She's like she's like yo like he went from Nevada playing had two thousand yard season went to Iowa, three hundred yards and a touchdown. So they kinda said like, yo, like I think you should just stay in Nevada. And a lot of people don't know that I got hurt my junior year, missed half the year. But um but like I said, like it was it was it wasn't really about the stats and something like that. It was more I really wanted to play at the highest level possible. Yeah, it was a dream. It was it was a dream of mine. And then something that when I look back Obviously, it wasn't the year I wanted to have or, or plan to have, but I can look back and, and always be a Hawkeye, mm-hmm. and always be a, a part of Wolfpack. Like nobody's ever gonna take that apart. But, and it's just I can tell my kids now, like, yo, if you want to do something, like, bet on yourself. Like always, you know what I'm saying? Don't don't quit, and and no one's gonna believe in you more than you. And I've learned that through this through my whole career that nobody is ever going to 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 pat you on the back or be able to pick you up except for yourself. So always bet on yourself and never never let anybody tell you you can't do something. I love it. I love that, it. That, that bit of uh, wisdom is worth a lot to some of the listeners out there. Some of you guys yeah, who man. have young kids and they want to play football and their minds are spinning and they don't get it and this, that, and the other, man. JB just told you, you got to bet on yourself. Got to bet, bet on, on yourself. yourself. Believe, believe in yourself. Don't, don't ever look or – or need someone else to, to put, put value on you, you know, have value in yourself. Cause if you allow other people to have value in you 
And if I would have let people have value and they would have told me, stay at Bartlett, don't transfer, you're going to kill your recruiting, stay in Nevada, be comfortable, you you, you aren't going to make it at Iowa. Like, they're, they're too, the competition's too big, too this and that. And just like, but I've never let anybody put their value on me. I've always put value on myself. Like I said, like, I never needed, never been a guy that, like, I need to be the guy. I just give me an opportunity. And I'm going to make the most out of that opportunity. That's all I need. I'm not asking for no handouts. All I need is the opportunity. If I don't do what I'm supposed to do with the opportunity, then it's on me. I'm going to fall short. But I know that as, as hard as I work, and as much time and effort I put in, like whatever I put in and when I, whenever I'm working out in, in that in that off season, it's going to come into fruition that during that, that season. So, yep. So let's I'm talk. Always, yeah, yeah. Go. So then let's talk about – the most recent stuff that happened, you know, we graduate, we do the whole pro day and then talk yeah. about, talk about what your, your NFL experience has been like. And then most recently, you know, how yeah. you got involved in Houston with the XFL and, and then what's next. Yeah. So, um, so I go through the whole process and, uh, I remember in the whole draft, I was, I was at Mr. Flood's house. <laughs> It's funny. Always reports back to Mr. Flood. But um, so I was at his house. I didn't get drafted. I didn't even get a PFA. I I got a tryout, two tryouts. I remember bawling my eyes out to my mom. So it was crazy. So I got a tryout to the Jets and a tryout to the to the Redskins. But I seen that me and my agent were talking, and the Jets had just drafted a running back and then signed another PFA. So it was like, uh, you know, I really don't, I shouldn't go there. Like, it's kind of, that's kind of me just walking into a harness nest. So then, like, the Raiders, like, we'll take them. Not like we want them. They're just like, we'll take them. Like, you know what I'm saying? We could use an extra running back body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, uh, so that's on the, so that's, so, so that was that process. So, you know, a lot of guys get PSAs and get paid. To PSA. I didn't, I got a tryout, like, hey, mm-hmm. come here. We'll have a jersey and a sticker next to your name with your name written in Sharpie. Like, that's, like that's what I got. You know what I'm me? So, and then um, I went to the Raiders. That was my first week. I did my thing. I'm thinking, like, yo, they're going to sign me. Like, I'm I'm balling out. And I'm just hearing Gruden, who's that Hawkeye? Like, he didn't even know my name. Like, who's that Hawkeye? That's all, that's all he called me was a Hawkeye. That's great. Yeah, I took it. You know what I'm saying? I took it. You feel me? Whatever, whatever you can yeah. do to get your foot in the door. But, yeah, whatever. So I'm thinking they're going to sign me for sure. So it was me and, and it was another kid that was there named Chris Warren. And I don't know if y'all know about Chris, but he went crazy too. He's like a big guy from Texas. He was like a bigger back. He was like 6'2", like 250, like Jeez. different. Like, yeah, big dude. So they ended up signing Chris, not me, sent me home. So I'm like, oh. Annoying, whatever. So next next week I get to the Redskins. I'm already, I'm already kind of like upset about the Raiders tryout, and I kind of in the Redskins I kind of just got lost in the wash. I remember I'm always like a guy that wants to volunteer and stuff like that. So I'm thinking like like hey anybody want to go help with the scout team like defense? I'm like right, I'll step up. So then I end up doing that with the Redskins. I end up like running playing like scout linebacker for the offense like when the, the offense is learning to play if so I'm over here a scout linebacker not even really learning the running back plays kind of just got lost in the wash and that's when they had just got a uh, bro from from LSU and then they had signed, they, yeah and they had signed another kid uh PFA so it was kind of like it was kind of like 
it would have been like a just situation. Kind of went home after that, and now I was like, like what, like what now? Like I just spent, you know, what I'm saying the last four months training for a day, my pro day, and then the whole pre-draft trying to figure out what team we'll be on and planning for that. Now I'm at the crib, really just just chilling. So now it's just I'm sitting at the crib, and then out of nowhere I get a call from the Raiders. Like their second, third day of training camp, like, hey, we just had a running back come down, like, come to training camp. So go to Raiders training camp. Kind of also just get lost in the wash because I'm kind of, I knew I was like the fifth guy on the depth chart. And like I said, like, I was never like a step on your toes kind of guy. But I, I realized you had to, like, you can't really go into that mindset into the NFL. So I was just kind of lost in the wash. That's when they had Marshawn. Marshawn Lynch, they had Doug Martin, and they had two guys who had been there for the last three years. And then they also had Chris. Damn. So, yeah, so, so I only, the only reason I got in there because I think Marshawn was hurt. And then the two guys who was there for the last three years had, like, rolled their ankles. And then uh, – so they only had, like, three running backs. So that's when I, I – and then what's crazy is, like, a week later, all those running backs end up coming back, but they end up still, like, keeping me there for training camp. So I was cool. But then my thing during training camp really – really didn't play at all during training camp. Like, that's when, like, Chris had went crazy in the training camp. He had, like, led the league in rushing yards. So, I remember one game in preseason, he ran every single carry. <laughs> like, every single carry. I didn't get one carry. So, like, it was – so, like, that – so, that rookie year, like, was crazy. So, I, I, I like, I already, I already knew what the time was when, when the when was all said that I was going to, like, go. I was like, dang, like, I didn't really get a chance to really show myself. I had, like, maybe one or two good runs. I knew that that wasn't enough. So, that was tough. So, now I'm at home again. Just, like, what's next? And I don't, you know what I'm saying? I play football. Like, that's what I do. I don't really, I've always hit, I have the question, like, what do I want to do after? I never really thought about it because I'm always like, yo, like, I want to play. Like, right. Oh, what else I really want to do? So, I'm, like, kind of chilling at home. I'm doing little jobs. Like, I'm working at FedEx, which is terrible I would, advise, <laughs> I would advise any able body like athlete not to work at FedEx because it just blows your back out like I remember I was getting yelled at by my boss at like 5 a.m that I wasn't moving boxes out of the truck fast enough Damn. that was my last day that was my last day I was like no nah, I can't do this I can't do this to myself I'm already hurting back hurting picking up these boxes all awkwardly now I'm getting yelled at at four in the morning that I'm not moving boxes fast enough so I'm like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta figure something else out. So I started doing like PT, which is cool. And then the Raiders called me back out of nowhere, like week seven. Like, hey, um, we're gonna, we're gonna bring you in and uh, and have you work out to to try to, to for our practice squad. Cause I guess Marshawn was going on IR because he had hurt his groin that year. Yep. Um. So I'm like, cool. So I get there. Work out, do my thing, and then they signed me to their practice squad, and then that's why I spent my year on practice squad. And I don't really, I don't really know what really practice squad consists of because I've seen so many guys like come and go from the practice squad, but I was able to consistently stay from like week like, what's like week nine to like the end of the season. Nice. Sign the future, sign the futures deal. Cool. So I'm like, bet you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm on a team, kind of. You know I'm saying, post on my chest flexing like. I can tell people like when I when I when I go out like hey what do you do I'm on the Raiders you know what I'm saying so that's cool <laughs> <laughs> you feel me I I got I got a job you know what yep, I'm saying so yep. then the draft comes 
And then um, the draft comes, they take Josh Jacobs first round. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they had already signed uh, Isaiah Crowell. So take Josh first round, and they already signed Crow like, you know, like when like that free agent time was. So I come in Monday. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm kind of looking over my shoulder. I mean, that's how I spent, like, my whole rookie year, too. Right. Like, looking over my shoulder every day. Like, I remember I was so happy because I was like, yo, if I'm on a team on Tuesday at 1 o'clock, they're going to have to pay me that week. So... Every Tuesday, I would literally be watching my phone like, damn, one o'clock. Oh, I got That's paid. Crazy. That's when, crazy. When, <laughs> Wednesday, I go buy me a nice meal because I could afford it. <laughs> you feel me? I love it. And, fr- I love and then it. Friday, Friday was payday. So I remember every Tuesday, I was like, Tuesday's your day off. So every I was just looking at my phone, hoping it didn't ring, trying to do stuff. So so one o'clock. So then um, so then Monday comes and nobody tapped me on the shoulder. So I'm like, okay, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Kind of breathing these little breathing a little easier. I made it, you know what I'm saying? And Tuesday comes again. I'm kind of looking over my shoulder, and then I get that 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 knock on my shoulder like, "Hey, there's want to talk to you upstairs." And I already knew what time it was, so I got let go. And then so I got let go. So then I I don't really know what to do. So now I'm like, you know what? CFL teams have kind of been calling me, so let me let me give CFL a go. Mm-hmm. So I get I get I go up to Saskatchewan. But they're preseason, and then um, I did okay, but it really wasn't really my game, or just during that time, it really wasn't my game. Right. So I had got let go again. So then, mind you, I'm like, yo, I just got let go from the Raiders. How bad does I it? Got, I I just got, I just got let go from the Raiders. I just got let go from Canada. I definitely got to figure something else out. Like this, maybe it's like. Football is, is is not for me, bro. Like maybe because that, that 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 was that was one of my lowest moments. You being cut from 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 Saskatchewan, and I just got let go from the Raiders, and it was just like, like damn, like I gotta I gotta figure something else out. Like this ain't it. So um, I'm back at home. I'm probably getting these dates wrong. So I'm back at home. Probably like a couple months later or a couple weeks later, the Raiders called me. They're like, hey, we're going to sign you. Like, are you in shape? I'm like, yeah. We're going to sign you for training camp. Damn. Or they're like a bad ex-girlfriend that just can't make up her mind. Yeah. So, like, I'm going to sign you for for training camp. So, that's like, for that year, um, I'm in a whole new mentality because it's my second year. I kind of know what it is until. So, now I'm like, because I was kind of saying my freshman, my freshman, my rookie year, like, not trying to get cut. Just don't get cut. Just don't get right. cut. Just don't get cut. And I'm I'm worried about that every single day, not to get cut. So then my, my second year, I'm kind of like, yo, what's the worst they can do? Cut me? Like, yeah. I've been cut twice now by this team. Like, 
I've been cut by the CFL. Like, I'm not worried about none of that. I'm going to go in. I'm going to do my thing. And whatever happens, happens. The worst thing is, is cut me. Like, bro, you've dealt with that already. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, so I did my thing that, that, um, that season, that, uh, this, uh, whatever, that year and the preseason, I kind of, I kind of had a bigger role. And I'm like, you know what? I think, you know, I might make practice squad, but I'm, I'm still like, I need you to hear it. So, boom, the time comes. I'm like, hey, we like you a lot. You know what I'm saying? It's obviously there's a reason we keep bringing you back here, you know, but uh, we're just going to uh, run let you go. And, you know, you never know what happens in these next couple of weeks. And then, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. So, they let me go. <laughs> and another low. They let me go. I'm on Instagram. The Raiders have signed blah, blah, blah running back from the Texans to their practice squad. So literally I had just been like the dude the whole preseason and then found out through Instagram the Raiders to sign another kid to their practice squad. So it's a business low, man. like crazy. Yeah, it's a business so another just low. So I'm just like I'm mad. I'm upset. I'm just like, dang bro. So I'm going home. I'm I'm working out as hard as ever because I'm thinking like I just had a good preseason like somebody's gonna show me some type of love. So I'm working out as hard as I ever have nothing for month, month and a half. So again, I'm left with like, yo, like, what are you, am I going to do now? Like, Jay, like you got to figure this out, figure something out. So again, I'm, I'm, I'm trying different jobs, trying different things. I, I had, I remember it was like my first real job interview that I had. And it was like, I had to go to like three interviews. I'm killing the interviews. I don't even remember what the job was for. It was like one of the like jobs where they only paid you commission. Like that's only how you got paid. And I was just like, and I'm thinking like, okay, this is what I'm about to do, whatever. So the Raiders call me again. Jesus. And and this time I'm like, I'm like, why? For like for what? Like they already got I'm like, I'm like, why? Like, yo, y'all got three running backs. Josh is going crazy. Like y'all already have a running back on, on practice squad. Like, what is like why? And then, you know, but when when the league calls you answer <laughs> so, uh, you you don't yeah. <laughs> when you when anybody calls you answer so i get there they're like yo are you in shape I'm like yeah they're like all right we're gonna uh we're gonna send we're gonna fly you out tomorrow and it's always we're gonna fly you out tomorrow for 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 a tryout i'm like okay cool like so i get there and it's a really chill tryout like you know what i'm saying it's like me and the running back coach no other running back coach no other running backs are there like throwing the ball back and forth. I'm talking to Mayock for the first time since like, because Mayock wasn't there my first year. And Mayock's like, we love Iowa guys. Like we always know when when guys come from Iowa, they're ready. And that's that's all like, that's really been a big part of my professional career is me having that Iowa, like on the Iowa that, Iowa, that, that Iowa connection on, you know, on my, on my chest. Because then, you know, I, everybody's always like, wow, like how's it playing at Iowa or, we love Iowa guys or like Iowa guys are always ready for the league and like and Gruden loved Iowa guys too. I remember Coach Gruden didn't even know my name half the time. Like he called me like PJ or 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 Paul, because we had another dude named Paul Butler. So he called me Paul sometimes. Like it was bad, but he but he knew me as an Iowa guy. And he loved that about, you know, you just love Iowa guys and you and you really see that when you get to the league, how those higher ups and those coaches really like that like coming from Iowa holds weight like and you know what i'm saying it holds 100%. a lot of weight and i was only there for for a year so and you just, i was just talking to mayock about iowa how much he loves iowa guys and about iowa so so it was cool and then 
they end up signing me for their practice squad from like almost like week five to the end of the season. And again, like I witnessed guys come and go for the practice squad. But that, but that my second year, I was already like, yo, the worst they can do is cut me. Like I don't care if it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Like right. I'm gonna just treat every practice like it's a game. And then you know, it was some weeks where I would literally travel with the team because. Cause I was doing my thing in practice and guys would go down, but like, I, I just never got into the game, which was, which was, which was sucks. But the fact that they were able to keep me for, for so long, cause I think I've been cut by the Raiders by this time, like the third, three or four times already. So I wasn't really worried about being cut or anything like that. I was just happy to, to have a job and to be in the league. You know what I'm saying? Um, long, I'm, like I always said, as long as your foot is in the door, like, you know what I'm saying? You, you're doing something right. Like it don't matter what sense of the league you're in practice squad, last on the depth chart, whatever it is. Like, you are in somebody's building every day. You have an opportunity. You know what I'm saying? That's that whole weight. So then we get to the end of the year again. This is most recently. They're like, this time, I'm, I'm, by this time, I'm cool with, like, a lot of the higher-ups. And, and they came up to me. It was like, yo, we're not going to sign into a futures deal. You know, we kind of want to go with a bigger back. And we don't really know what's going to happen with our two backs we already have that have been there for the next four years. Because I was kind of – like the two backs they already have, kind of like a mixture of both. Yeah. But they had been in the league for the last four years. So, you know, they're going to go experience of everything. So, they're like, we're not going to sign you. You know what I'm saying? But uh, obviously, you know, keep your phone on. You know, we like you. You know, you could always end up back here. I remember I literally got a key fob from <laughs> from Oakland. And they were like, you know what, just keep it. Like, you, you honestly will probably be back. You know, we, we've done this so many we, we done this so many times where we, we, we kept the key five and took the key five, just keep it, you know what I'm saying? And so whatever. So then so they didn't sign me back. So now I'm kind of like, this is most recently. This is after last year. So I'm like, ah, like what now? And now I'm thinking of like, okay, no really teams are, are calling me to sign me for a future because it's the end of the year. So Vince like, McMahon yeah. saves the day. And then I'm like, you know, I'm going to go XFL or whatever. Like, I wasn't really trying to because I had just finished a whole season of a practice squad. Like, my body was was not – like, I, I didn't play a season, but, like, I had just been, like, practicing and all that for the last two months. So I'm tired, but now I got to go play a whole other season and a month and a half, you feel me? So it's, like, tough. But the Packers called me. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I had to work out with the Packers, did my thing. But uh, they didn't sign me either. So then I'm like, all right. And then I'm literally at the airport leaving Green Bay, coming back to Chicago. And Houston's like, yo, we want to fly Butler out tonight out of Green Bay. I'm like, wait, y'all got to y'all gotta chill. Like, <laughs> I, I, I just did this workout like two minutes ago. I'm not even at my house yet. I've been home for 10 days because I just got back from the Raiders. And then I might work out with the Packers like, 10 days later, and then they're talking about flying me out for Houston for training camp. So I'm like, nah, bro, like, I need a day, at least a day. They're like, okay, we'll fly out next morning. So I come back home from Green Bay, back to Chicago, pack my stuff. Then I head to Houston for their training camp. And then, didn't look back from there. Didn't look back from there. So so these last, bro, these last two, two and a half years have been – Peaks Up and, and down. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Peaks and valleys. I know What's I been the most fun me. stop? Most fun stop. Oakland and Houston, by far. I I realize I'm like damn near not even a Midwestern anymore. Like 
<laughs> I'll be smelling this cold. Like this cold hit me different now. Like you that's how like, I feel too. Oh, it's not a big. <laughs> I used to be like ah, oh, it's not a big deal. Like it's just like because when I get to, like when I got to, like Oakland or Houston, like I would be there in the winter months, and they would be like, oh my god, it's freezing. It's it's forty degrees outside. This is terrible. Like they in like winter coats, and it's like 40. I'm like, bro, if y'all don't relax, like I have felt negative forty windshield. Like I don't want to hear about forty degrees being cold. So. Definitely Oakland and, and, and Houston, for sure. But uh, I've been to some really cool spots. I mean, even even playing the CFL for that little small stint was really cool. You know what I'm saying? But the uh, obviously with this whole Corona shit, um, ah, Corona. You know, it it's taken a toll on a lot of things. The XFL included. Um, that's a real shame, dude. It that just, one hurts bad. Yeah, it just came out that the XFL has laid off basically everybody. And what's that like? What was told to you? And uh, and what's, it, you know, try and I don't want to take up too much of your time, but yeah, yeah, what uh, so, what's on the horizon for you? So with that, like, I I had no idea. Because, like, like, Drake would tell you, like, I really don't be on social media like that. Like, I, I hate social media always. Like, yeah, I can't get this I, guy to ever <laughs> hit me back. <laughs> so, I don't really like social media. So, I don't really be on it. And then, um, so, I I was just, I found a, someone whose house I work out at now with a couple of dudes who was, like, actually, uh, actually in it. So, we kind of, when we were, when we were in Houston, we kind of, like, it was kind of becoming a bigger deal because we had heard like one of the staff members at Seattle, we were playing Seattle that week. They had Corona, but I heard like the staff member like came, felt sick and then left. So we didn't think it was a big deal. So we had played that game, that last game in Seattle. And then it's getting to like, it's like Thursday going into the next week. And they're like, all right, we're just going to play the games with no fans. Like it's just going to be just two teams. And we're just like, all right, whatever, you know what I'm saying? And then uh, we realized that, like, like, like they can't. Then then all of a sudden, like, out of nowhere, we get, like, a text that was saying, like, yo, like, uh, just beware that the season, like, because that's when, like, the NBA had just stopped. Yep. And the MLB hadn't stopped yet, so they were still kind of pushing it off. <laughs> but side note, what's crazy is that Seattle game, they sent out a memo. <laughs> They're like, yo, avoid fan interaction. Don't sign autographs. Don't give fans high fives. <laughs> what do I do? Jump in the stands. Jump in the stands. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, obviously, I didn't take. I didn't really take it seriously as I should have because it, it wasn't really like crazy big like that yet. But um, but then side note, we actually found out that like one of our teammates was feeling really sick after that game, and it was a guy that I drove to uh to one of our workouts. And we had found out, like, after the fact, like, a couple of days later, that one of the players on Seattle had corona, like, had the coronavirus, a D-end. Damn. Yeah, had, had the virus. So that was wild. And then I think that was the tackle who was blocking him. He was driving in my car. So oh, I was like, yo, man. do I got the corona? Like, and, I, and I, <laughs> I'm like, do I got it? Like, I'm checking my, checking my temperature. I'm I'm sneezing more than usual. I'm like, I don't know these are allergies. I got to figure this out. But, uh, but yeah, so it's crazy. But then we found out that the league was going to fold. And we all had to, they were sending us all home. But the, the sense was, like, at first it was like, okay, they're really going to fold for these, until this blows over. 
And then we're going to try to come back late April and play like the, the playoff games, like the last you know, two playoff games and the championship game. So it was like kind of like, it was kind of one of those, but so it was like, like I obviously it sucks, but like, you know, this is, this is really serious. So, but we're going to be back anyways. And then, you know, obviously a couple of weeks later, they had to do it like that indefinitely because you, you, as you see, like it just keeps pushing everything back, back, back further. So, so that was wild, but uh, but yeah, Corona really affected the the league, and we were we were on the road, man. Five and zero, yeah, like five and zero, like felt like we couldn't be stopped. You know what I'm saying? And, and we was really wanted to do something special that year, and I hated it because I had to leave Houston. I love Houston so much. I honestly, <laughs> think like I'm gonna move there one day, like because I always wanted to get back to Texas. I always thought like, yo, I want to move to Texas because I know how like cheap it is to live. And now I finally had the opportunity to stay there, and honestly, I fell in love with the city. Well, hopefully you get to go back to Texas sometime. Um, Man. Drake and I and Kevin, I know Kevin wasn't able to be here tonight because he's got a real job, but we all loved watching. Must be nice to have a job right now, honestly, because I'm yeah. jobless too. <laughs> yeah, it must be well, nice. Well, for Kevin, though, because <laughs> in and out of hospitals, so yeah. he's for sure the corona kid. Yeah. Man, he, I hope he's wearing a mask and hand sanitizer. Yeah. I bought – I bought some like some knockoff hand sanitizer from the gas station. It's literally like rubbing alcohol and like gel. It's crazy. It's, <laughs> it's terrible. I don't even know if it's real hand sanitizer. But uh, yeah, that's that's well. But we hope that you get, <laughs> you get a chance. Um, I don't know I, what's next for you. Your story is nuts. Yeah. It's, it's one up. of the most nuts, dude. That's one of the most roller coaster stories. It's up and down. Yeah, bro. I really, I really don't talk about it a lot i'm glad I, i'm sorry i kind of ramble no you're good you're but, good i think the but, fans love but, hearing it love hearing yeah, the full yeah. story and uh it's a, it's, it's the wash of walk-ons and i know iowa fans as a whole wish you the best moving forward Thank you. there's Thank more you. ups in your future need way more Houston hops. yeah i know i need way more Houston hops. um sure. we need to bring that back anything else you want to say before we call it a night jb I mean, I just want to say thank you to Iowa fans and that I appreciate y'all. Even though I was really only there for really months, not years, the the support I get from Iowa fans till this day, even though I'm three, two years removed from the program, I was only there for – I was only play, able to play a couple games, but how they are able to still rep me, still support me, and no matter, like, what I'm doing and, and – and, still show love i just think that's so dope and and obviously i just want to thank iowa for, for the opportunity to, to live out my dream man just i for real, just shout out those fans because those are some of the for sure one of the best fan bases i've ever i've ever been across man. yes sir all the time. best in the country you heard it hawk fans that's uh that's james butler one of our good friends and teammates from a couple years ago episode 108 of the wash up walk-ons Continue to follow along with us. Um, hopefully, as this corona stuff starts to clear, in another month or so, we'll have that summer merch line drop, and we're going to have tank tops, some summer, some summer shit on the line. Um, for Drake and JB, that's it. Hawks by a million. We're out.
everyone. I'm MJ Acosta-Ruiz. And I'm Lindsay Zarniak. And together we'll be hosting the On Her, Her Turf, Turf podcast. podcast. This summer, On Her Turf is hosting a daily Olympics podcast that focuses exclusively on women's sports and the amazing women competing in Tokyo. We'll bring you interviews with Olympians and in-depth analysis on your favorite teams. Plus, we're going to talk about some of the challenges still facing women's sports today. So join us daily at On Her Turf as we cover all the excitement of the Tokyo Olympics. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts. And be sure to follow On Her Turf on Twitter and Instagram, too. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.